What's up, everybody? It's Dan Greer coming at you from Leading from the Middle of the Pack, and today we're going to talk a little bit about publishing and why you should publish every single day, or why you should publish regularly at least, um, and how long I've been publishing, and what it's done for us, and what it's done for followers, and that kind of stuff. And so, cue up the theme song. We'll be right back. The big question is this. How are leaders, like us, who aren't necessarily in a management position, who go out and get our hands dirty, who are ready to answer their calling from God to lead, who are driven to learn and grow, gain the trust and respect of those around us, to actually be heard while not coming across as an authoritative prick? These are the questions, and this is the podcast that will give you the answers. Hi, my name is Dan Greer, and welcome to Leading from the Middle of the Pack. Sweet, so glad you guys are still here. Well, today we're going to be talking a little bit about publishing. And you're probably asking, Dan, what does publishing have to do with leading from the middle of the pack? Like, I'm a little confused. I thought this podcast was all about leadership and leading when you're not in charge and and leading if you don't have a title or leading if you do have a title. I thought it was all about that. Well, it is. And publishing is all about serving your people, serving your tribe. So today I want to talk a little bit about publishing and why it's so important to publish even if you don't think you should be publishing. Well, so first thing I did was a couple years ago, well, actually three years ago now, I started publishing a blog for Eclipse DOT. And the blog started out being a DOT blog. And it was, you know, stuff that I'd learned, stuff that I wanted to learn, stuff that other people wanted to learn, and stuff that I was wanting to share at the time. And that blog is kind of morphed from strictly a DOT blog into DOT and business and leadership and Uh, personal stuff, and oh my gosh, I just had a lot of fun writing. Who knew I would have fun writing? The kid who never read a book from grade school throughout the end of high school and even in some college classes, never actually read a book and finished it, who knew that I would enjoy writing? Well, I kind of do. It's kind of fun to share, and it's kind of fun to get that stuff out there, and so that's one of the things that I do is I publish that blog. Well, then on top of that, I wanted, felt called to publish a devotional for God first. Um, God First Life Next is the name of the nonprofit that we have, and it's all about putting God first in your life. And so I said, well, the best way to do this is going to be to put out a weekly devotional, and we will put out a devotional every single week, and we'll write them, and the devotional is going to have content, it's going to have a prayer, and that's it. Well, I wrote those for about a year, and then I was like, you know, I really want a take action piece. So I, I added a little spot at the end of the devotional that was like take action. That way it gave you something to do. In business, they call that a CTA, a call to action. In a devotional, it's just called a take action piece. It's where I ask you to do something that um, usually has to deal exactly with a devotional or give you directions for something that you could do, give you my framework, that kind of stuff. Then as I kept writing them, I said, man, I really want to start adding personal stories to these devotionals. Some of the devotionals were good. Some of them were not very good. Some of them were great, and I was like, I really just want to add a spot where I could write a story about me or something that's going on in my life and add it there. And so I added another section to the devotional called A Little More, right? I know, crazy, wicked, simple. I know, it just took me so long to come up with that title, but really it was just a little bit more that I wanted to share with them. Now, the stories are kind of funny in these devotionals because they last from anywhere from one page to three pages, I think the longest one I've had has been like five pages long. So my devotional went from a one-page devotional, including the prayer, to a two-page devotional, to a three-page devotional, to an eight-page devotional. 
And honestly, the truth is, is that a lot of times that a little bit more story gets brought over into Eclipse DOT as a blog. And so it's dual purpose, right? And I set a goal out that I would publish one blog a week. And I'll tell you what happened. When I first started writing these blogs, I started writing them as I needed them, not as I wanted them. I didn't have a backup of stuff to publish. I didn't. I had. I wrote them as I needed them. And I got tired of writing devotionals Monday morning so I could send them out. And those devotionals were the worst because there was no thought behind them. I didn't enjoy writing them. I got to where I almost gave it up. Well, then I started publishing a couple weeks to a month to two months to a quarter in advance. And that was part of my goal now is to be so far out. And that way, I write when I want to write, not when I feel like I have to write. And that makes it so much more enjoyable. So that's my first key to publishing is that before you press the publish button, have a few episodes recorded, have a few blogs written, have a few devotionals written. Don't go out and do it and make a claim to the world saying, I'm going to do this and then fall short of your claim because you got bored or because you had too much going on or because you couldn't do it, right? Do you see what I'm saying? It's huge to be able to have some stuff pre-planned. I know what you're thinking. You're thinking, Dan, how's your stuff timely then? Well, if you ever go out and read my devotionals, it's kind of funny because I write my devotionals a little bit in advance, and I probably shouldn't be telling you guys this, but I do. I write them anywhere from a month to a quarter in advance of when they're going to come out. Like right now, my devotionals are written through the middle of January. And uh, actually, when I'm recording this podcast is the beginning of December, and you're not going to hear it until the beginning of January. So do you see what I'm doing? I'm getting my podcast episodes recorded whenever I have time, right? And and that's what you have to do because if you do it the day they come out, they're, you're going to be too overwhelmed. Now, going back to the original question at hand, how do you keep your publications timeless if you're pre-building them? Well, here's what you do is you write them for stuff you want to hear today. And then guess what? When you go back and listen to it, or you go back and read it, or you go back and absorb whatever you built, it's going to be amazing because you are going to reread that and you're like, oh my gosh, this is gold, or oh my gosh, this is crap, or oh my gosh, I can't believe I said that, right? What amazes me more than anything is I love reading my devotionals. I write them and they're written and then two months later, a month later, three months later, four months later, whenever they get published, right, I get to come back and I get to read them again. I read my devotionals every single week that they come out. If you're interested in the devotional, this is a shameless plug, but I still love them and I still want to do them. So I'd love to have more people on the list is go to God, G-O-D, first, F-I-R-S-T, life, next. That's God, first, lifenext.org, O-R-G, and sign up for the devotional. And I'll tell you what, I get so much out of reading the devotionals that I've written because God gave them to me. And it's not like I don't know what I wrote, but I love reading them. And I love reading the stories. And there's times I'm like, oh my gosh, this is so good. I'm so glad I read this today. This is so perfect. And even though it was published before, even though it was written well before it was published, it's still good knowledge, right? And that allows me to write stuff for Christmas in October and stuff for Halloween in August and stuff for fall in July and stuff for summer in 
May and April and stuff for spring and January. And so my mind is ahead of where I am and it gets me excited for the next season to come in my life. That way I'm not sitting there always going in the back. Now, I'm going to tell you something that you need to hear right now. Is that if you've been thinking about publishing something, it's too late. Just give up. No, I'm kidding. Don't give up. Do it. Do it now. Don't wait. What are you waiting for? What are you waiting for to publish it? What are you waiting for to get started? Because here's the key. Publishing regularly is the key. And so do something that doesn't hurt you to do it, that doesn't bring you pain, that doesn't take extra time out of your day. If you love recording stuff and you have five-minute drive to work, make a five-minute podcast. If you have a 35-minute drive to work, make a 35-minute podcast. If you have time during the day to sit down and you love taking a half-hour break, make a half-hour podcast every single day at lunch. Make a five-minute podcast every single day at lunch. Something that works into your schedule. If you love writing and that's how you want to start your day, then start your day with, with writing a blog every single day, right? Just start it once a week, whatever. It doesn't matter. You don't have to publish them as you write them. You can publish them later. And that was my point at the beginning of this podcast is, is that you don't have to publish as you create. It puts so much more stress on you to create and publish all in the same time. And that's what the experts have realized is that whenever you want to create something, create it! But don't get caught up in having to create it just to publish it. Create it, store it, publish it when it's ready to be published. Publish when you need it to be published. Don't just create it to publish because it adds a lot of stress and it takes all the fun away from it. I am all about deadlines. Now I'm all about goals. Matter of fact, I'm going to tell you this goal right now. And I probably shouldn't tell you this because it has to deal with my podcast. But I am sitting in a house in Denver. I'm up here for six days with my oldest son while he's going hunting. And my goal during this trip is to not only record all the podcasts through the end of January, but to write devotionals and blogs through the end of the first quarter and to also build three courses or the intro to three courses that I need to have built so that I can launch those courses. Now, the point of all this isn't to tell you that the stuff is not being recorded the day before it airs. I'm so sorry if you think that's the way it works. If I don't know of a single successful person who does that because of the time commitment that would take and the scheduling hassle around that, you'd have to live your life around your publications, which is crazy. Don't do that. Don't do that. I'm begging you, don't do that. Now, the other thing I want to tell you about publishing is, and we're going to cover this in the next podcast, is to be real. Be authentic. Be yourself. Don't be fake. Don't try to be somebody you're not. You don't see me using $5 words. I'll tell you what. I used to use $5 words in high school. And Miss M. Morgante, her name, she was my ag teacher. Her name was Miss Morgante. Not everybody loved her. I got along really good with her. But, um, and she didn't love everybody either. <laughs> she was a lot of fun. I had a lot of fun with Miss Morgante. But she laughed at me one time. And she goes, Dan, I love you. And I was like, oh, well, that's sweet. I like you too, Miss M. And she goes, no, not that way. Come on now. And I was like, oh, okay. But anyways, my point is, is that she came to me one day and she goes, why do you use $5 words? You crack me up when you use them because you use them wrong. And I kind of took that to heart and it kind of upset me to begin with. And I was like, I'm not a $5 word person. I'm a simple blue collar, blue jeans, t-shirt kind of guy. Why am I trying to use $5 words? Why am I trying to be something I'm not to impress people? 
So I realized I could write simplistic. And guess what my whole business is right now? Taking something super complex like federal regulations for truck driving and making it simple enough that I can understand it. My whole life is built on simplicity. My whole business is built on being simple. This podcast is built on being simple. Are you kidding me? Would you really enjoy it if I walked around using highfalutin $5 words on here? No, because it doesn't fit me. It'd be like the hillbillies living in Beverly Hills. It just doesn't fit, right? And people know when it doesn't fit. They know when it's not right. And you know when it's not right. And so what my suggestion to you is, is this, is that always be yourself. Don't try to be something you're not. If you're a very well-educated $5 word person, use those words, but know that your crowd is very limited. The majority of the populace loves simplicity. They love simple. They don't want something that makes them feel stupid. They want something that makes them feel smart, makes them want something they can understand. They want somebody who makes mistakes. They don't want the perfect person. So let me tell you a little bit about this. Now, this is, this is a really great thing to kind of learn about how to write and what you should be writing and where it should be. Um, we all remember a couple years ago when Donald Trump won the election for presidency. Um, during the Republican primaries, he was up against three or four different people. And, and I, I remember three of them. One was Mitt Romney, the other was Trump, and then there was one more that he was up against. I can't remember the guy's name to save my life. But Mitt Romney, all of his speeches were wrote, written at a ninth grade or tenth grade reading level. The, there was another guy, there was, there was four guys. Trump was one of the four guys. There was one guy that was, everything was written at a college, a freshman college level. It was very big words, very hard to understand. Nobody could understand. Nobody could articulate with him. He had the lowest rating out of all the Republican candidates. Mitt Romney had the second lowest rating, and his speeches were written at a ninth grade level. Um, the other guy had all of his speeches were written at a seventh grade reading level, and Trump's speeches were all written at, written at a third grade reading level. Now, why do you think that's important to think about? Because nobody wants to feel stupid. They don't want you to talk down to them. They want you to talk to them, not at them. So when you're writing stuff, don't talk at people when you write it. Don't talk at people in your podcast. Don't talk at people in your publications, whatever you're publishing. Talk to them. Get on their level. Know where they're at. You have no idea how much I know about DOT. Like, like I could blow anybody in the world out of the water about my DOT knowledge. I could come in and I could be talking acronyms. And I could be talking about this and that. And, all, and I could make it super complicated. And I'd be like, what? You don't understand that the bridge law is this times this divided by this multiplied by this plus this minus this times 500? You don't understand that? I can't believe you don't know that. No, that, that is not going to win any friends in, my, in any of my publications. They're going to read that if I look at them and they're going to, Disarm me. They're going to be like, I like this guy, but he's a prick, right? He's, he's not a nice guy. I don't want to learn from him. I don't want to deal with him. I don't want to talk to him. Then do I get customers? Heck no, I don't get customers because I, I wasn't myself. I wasn't genuine. I didn't care. Like I, I care about people. And so my whole point of today is as you publicize, don't, don't be somebody else. Be yourself to publicize. Do it regularly. Get something you can do and do it now. What are you waiting for? Do it now. Like, go get started. I know it's hard, but the more you do it, the better you'll get. And I've said this before, and I learned this from Garrett J. White. I know in the beginning I'm going to suck so bad that nobody's going to want to listen to me. But if I keep doing it long enough, eventually I will suck less. 
And if I keep honing in my thing, eventually I will suck even less. And if I keep going, I will get to the point where I suck so little that I might actually be good at it. But I'm going to suck to begin with. And so are you. I'm here to tell you you're going to suck. Sorry if you don't like it. I'm sorry if I just offended you. I guess, whatever. I, I got some other mean things to say, but I won't say them. I'm sorry if I offended you, but you're going to suck if you haven't published before. But if you're feeling that pulling in your gut to publish something, do it. Don't get caught up in I don't know how. Do it. Do you think I knew how to make a podcast? No. Do you think I knew how to publish a blog? No. Do you think I know now how to publish a blog? You bet I do. I can teach other people how to publish blogs. Do you think I know how now how to publish a podcast? You bet I do. And I just started a couple months ago. And was it hard? No. You know what stopped me? The fear of not being good enough. The fear of sounding like an idiot. And you know what? I sound like an idiot on every single podcast. And you know what I do when I re-listen to my podcast? I go, woo! That was bad. <laughs> but it will get better. And I know that I will suck less eventually if I keep going. So anyways, glad you guys are here. Hope you enjoy it. My big takeaway for today that I want you to realize is this. You all suck. I suck. But if you keep going and you get started, eventually you will suck so little that you will be good. But you have to start. So what are you waiting for? Go publish something today. Whether it's a Facebook post, whether it's a blog, whether it's a podcast, whether it's a YouTube video, go publish it. Get it out there to the world and do it regularly. Publish regularly and don't be afraid to publish. Don't be afraid to build it now and publish in a minute. Get yourself two or three episodes built up and publish them one at a time. Schedule them. Use these tools we have to our advantage. All right, guys, that's it. Hope you enjoyed it. Hope you had a great day. I know this is a short one. But I'm so glad you guys joined in. I don't take it lightly that you're here. I am so grateful for your time. And uh, I'm sorry from the bottom of my heart if I did offend you by saying you suck. But we all suck. I suck. We're all going to suck until we practice long and hard. And eventually, we'll suck less. So until next time, let's suck it up. All right.